My competitive nature that I have is kind of like, Murph, if you don't get it, who will? Right. And if God has given you a gift, why not utilize it? Because mm-hmm. what he gives, he can take too. Oh, definitely. And I don't want that. Welcome to Revelations, the place where we communicate truth to power. I am Cole Johnson, and I am so glad you're able to join us. This next guest is right here. Yes, I am actually interviewing him. Yes, it's a he right here in front of me. In studio guest, former basketball player from the NCAA, Texas A&M Corpus Christi, an entrepreneur, and the host of Why Not Sports and the Flavor 2 podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend, six foot seven of him, Derek Murphy, a.k.a. (laughs) D-Murph, is in the house. D-Murph is his name, and this is his revelation. So, what's up, man? How's everything going? Good, man. Good. Definitely glad to... uh be part of this platform revelations thank you for the invitation thank you for inviting me i'm excited to be a part of what you have going on man it's it's been a it's only been a few months since we last linked up but uh glad to be back in your presence and uh on this platform man definitely excited to see see how this show gonna turn i know it's gonna be dope though oh yeah oh yeah it is and for those who are probably the uninitiated in my other show cold sports i actually interviewed this guy wonderful wonderful interview uh, 418 2017 conversations. One of my best shows that I've been a guest on. And that's brother, facts. And the brother was spitting hot fire in that episode. And I'm looking forward to bringing forth even more of that hot fire here. So I'll catch a little, I'll catch some of you up to speed. So uh, tell the folks, where did D Murph originally live? D Murph, Gary, Indiana, born and raised in Gary, Indiana, where it's uh, below zero right now. Oh, I'm sure it's cold there now. Yeah, and uh, I'm currently in Houston, Texas, Tejas. You know, I do speak Espanol, poquito though. Um, <laughs> hey man, I'm here to bring it out on your show. That is how I go. But uh, you're born and raised in Gary, Indiana, to um, two great parents, and Ed Strong and Derek Murphy Senior. So I'm actually junior. And I have a family, beautiful wife and family. And uh, like you said, end up playing ball throughout my time. Got a scholarship to go to Texas A&M and Corpus. Got my degree in accounting and been in the real world grinding. And just recently, man, just decided to branch out into this entrepreneurship role and see where it takes me. You see, ladies and gentlemen, you can be. A former jock, and you can still have the brain power. <laughs> yes, sir. You hear how articulate he is. You hear the fact that he's a forward-thinking person. Well, see, this guy, and this is why, one of the reasons why I love him, of many reasons. Oh, he destroys so many stereotypes that are out there, and that's one of them he just shreds. So I'm glad that you are out there. Appreciate that, brother. All right, so uh, explain to me this frigid Gary, Indiana. Now, for most people who hear about the city, they think, okay, well, that's where the Jacksons grew up. Correct. But of course, I know it's a lot more than just that. 
I know there's a big city close to it, and that city would be Chicago, Illinois, Chi Town. Now yeah. that's known as Chirac now because of the violence, but yeah, Chicago, Illinois. Mm. Yeah, and I heard that uh, when you were on the hardwood, that's where you cut your teeth in basketball. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, explain to me how the in in high school, how the the atmosphere was for basketball there. Being from the Midwest and then the Chicagoland area, Chicago area, as you know, um, from 96 to 2000 definitely was good for me. Uh, My parents. Well, let me backtrack. Mm -hmm. My male figure and my mom. Right. Because, you know, my pops, pops didn't really come around till later, but they saw the potential. And at the time, Gary, Indiana wasn't having too many D1 scholar basketball players. So um, at the time, we moved to the Chicagoland area to give myself exposure and for me to possibly make a name for myself or to make a name for myself, which ultimately I did. So just the, the atmosphere, man. And, and back then when I was coming up, Garnett. He went to Farragut and just the city of Chicago and the basketball talent and the NBA talent and D1 talent that they were producing inspired me to say, man, I hope one day I can leave a legacy in in, in the area once I'm done playing basketball. Yeah, that's a it's a rich culture there. (laughs) Rich, 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 rich. Now, we won't go into that, but uh, just to let you know, uh, the the brother is something else and like i mentioned before i told you his height small forward six seven see and uh he's every bit of it <laughs> every bit of it appreciate uh, it man appreciate no, it no problem no problem now one of your nicknames is the big homie now when <laughs> the big homie was not quite such the big homie were you still quote the big homie say grammar school junior high high school i was always tall man uh, that's a good question because I tell people to this day, I thank God that he allowed me to be confident even at a young age. Because when you're growing up taller than everyone in your class, people tend to pick on you because either one, they wish they were your height or two, they just, you know, just feel like most tall people don't defend themselves. And I've throughout my life been pretty consistent with defending myself and having that confidence. So I was always, you know, the tall one in the class. Mm. Until I went to college, then I was kind of in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you. Yeah, I know you had to look at the power force and centers, and I know that probably had to be strange for you. Yeah, <laughs> and let me add this to the show too. So, Please big do. homie, and shout out to Houston, Texas, man. You know the city you grew up in, brother. That's right. For accepting the big homie, and the big homie came when I came to Houston. Mm. Well, that makes sense because that is vernacular Houstonians <laughs> would talk. So that's exactly what they would call you. So man. shout out to Houston. Shout out to Justify who did the intro for Why Not Sports. Good song, by the way. That, you know, he the one that laid me down with the big homie. So it, it's something that stuck with me. And now I'm the big homie now. <laughs> so shout out to Justify. Appreciate that support. Mm, that's wonderful. And we will definitely get into Why Not Sports a little later. <laughs> yes, sir. We definitely will. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to, see how your upbringing was now you mentioned a little bit uh before about uh i'm hesitant to say the words broken home because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, i'm looking mm-hmm. at you you don't look broken brother mm-hmm. but a a home that didn't have the the prototypical two-parent yeah. household of the biological father and the biological mother in the same house yes sir so how did that impact you 
growing up? Well, it, it had a lot of impact. Um, my mom had me at 16. That was, uh, it was, it was tough for me because I know she had to make some sacrifices and get her GED and just going from different places as far as babysitting because my grandmother would work and things like that. So, I mean, at first it was, it was, it was a little shaky. Um, definitely unstab- uh, instability was there, but that's not to knock my mom because at 16, I mean, who knows? Even as a, a parent today, it's not really a book to right. parent children or parenting for children, but. She uh she did what she could, and then my pops, uh, love you pops. I mean, he wasn't in my life at that particular time, so for me it it was something, man, that I had to just overcome and endure. It was a uh, definitely a challenge though, because you know Father's Day and Christmas, you have the family, like you said, the typical mm-hmm. families getting together and stuff like that. It's like, oh, what about me? But I didn't take it personal. It was just something that I. Knew I had love around me. And again, the game of basketball, man, kind of kept my mind like, hey, it is what it is. I got this thing called Spalding and a hoop. Let's go. And speaking of that thing called Spalding and a hoop, <laughs> when did that love crystallize for you? I mean, I would say three years old, man. Shout wow. out to my, my son, too. He's three. I would say three years old. Um it's just something has always been in my DNA, though, from my uncles and cousins who played ball. And again, I was always the tallest person. So and I know people say that's a cliche or that's the prototype. But, yeah, basketball for me was my way out. Basketball to this day is the reason why I am very successful on and off the court because of my competitiveness, my drive to succeed. And 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 this is just no disrespect, but to destroy my opponent. If you're not on my team, mm-hmm. you better watch out because I'm taking no prison. I still have that mindset, even in this podcast game, mm-hmm. even what I do in the real world. I'm not saying I'm, you know, being disrespectful, but at the same time, when I'm putting forth the work, and if you're not on the same level, it's, it's something I'm have to. I'm doing what I need to do for my brand and make sure it goes to the next level. Because at the end of the day, it's me in that mirror, not Cole Johnson, mm-hmm. not Mrs. Murphy. Not, you know what I'm saying? Big Roy. Shout out to Big Roy. Big Roy in the house. It's going to be me and mine. So that's why I believe, you know, it's just something. Whatever you put out, you should expect to get that in return. And no one else have to answer to that but you. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. One hundred. Don't get me wrong. I do love the support. And thank you again oh, yeah. for, for having me on. But my competitive nature that I have is kind of like, Murph, if you don't get it, who will? Right. And if God has given you a gift, why not utilize it? Because mm-hmm. what he gives, he can take too. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I don't want that. Right. <laughs> oh, I, I don't either. I don't either. And look, uh, considering that uh, I'll satisfy some of you sports heads here. Uh, yeah, considering that, that I have that competitiveness within me too, I totally get that. And it isn't from the standpoint of I want to see everybody just simply crumble. Now, of course, I know on the court that's different, but right, right, right. But yeah, in the in the podcast game for sure, I, it's it's the you know I'm going to put myself at a level that I know is excellent. I would want you all to step up or step aside. So I totally get that. That's correct. I totally get that. Yeah, yeah. But some today though, man, some people might take that as oh, I'm, they think I'm bigger and better than them, or that I'm being you know cocky or that you know just being different compared to everybody else. Well, that's why I'm putting forth the work to be different than everybody else. Right. So when it's time to be selected to have my own show or have it, you know, on satellite radio, mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, everybody the same. 
Right. You want to give yourself and your family and those who support you an opportunity to see your growth and see your journey. Mm-hmm. So you talked about your basketball uh, Jones being birthed. Yeah, starting at three and then loved it ever since, mm-hmm. even though I don't play as much as I want to now. But at three until now, that's over three decades of the game, mm-hmm. whether it's playing it or watching it, just a constant love mm-hmm. for the game. And even video games, man, squeezing yeah. in a few video games oh, at I'm a time. Sure. I'm sure you Shout do. out to NBA 2K. <laughs> and you've uh, rose through the Chicago ranks in high school. Yes, sir. So how did you get from the Midwest – to down south for college first through god's help mm. that's the first thing because when when i signed at texas a&m university in corpus christi man um, i was actually out of town when i got the phone call they called my mom oh wow they called my mom and i was kind of you know summer vacation <laughs> mm-hmm. right and she like boy uh Texas and them Corpus Christi calling you you need to go call them back I was like oh and at that time I was you know you know what I mean just enjoying myself yeah mm-hmm. but uh but shout out to Ronnie Arrow for giving me an opportunity man he he said he heard of me he never seen me play wow word of mouth word of mouth wow and no offered t- me a scholarship by word of mouth word of mouth and no no tape, no, no nothing. Wow. The power of God. So this, wow. and that's the same approach I'm having in this podcast game. I love that approach. I love that approach. If y'all haven't heard, and, and I, I'm just speaking for the, for the show. I'm not, you know, trying to promote why not sports, but if you haven't heard why not sports, or if you haven't heard the flagrant two, it's something to listen to. And that's the same correlation on my basketball talent. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen this guy, Derek Murphy play, you better sign him because he will be going somewhere. Mm. Yeah, I second that. And I was fortunate to get this uh, D1 scholarship that provided me housing, provided me a tuition, as well as a degree once I finished in 2004. So mm. definitely thankful for Coach Ronnie Arrow for what he's instilled in me and added to my competitive nature mm-hmm. and showed me that college sports, it can be it, – it, it's, it's a business. Oh, and I'm and I'm oh, thanking yeah. him on your show as like as like I did on mine for letting me know that it is a business. And now I'm much prepared now than what I was back then. And at the time, I didn't even know what I was getting myself into. Mm. Yeah, uh, considering you're eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, uh, most young men and young women really don't have that idea, right? So it doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me at all, right? All right. So you were in. Texas A&M Corpus Christi, you were balling. Uh, now, normally one of the stereotypes, too, that I've heard about jocks is they get degrees that are very easy. That's true. That's correct. I know with you that is not the case. No, no. One thing I can say, I've had people around me, again, thank God for that, that basically let me know, hey, this real world ain't no joke. Mm, no, it's not. They're looking for education. They're looking for people, especially of athletes. That can conduct themselves. Mm-hmm. They know you have the drive. They know you are team oriented because I play sports. But are you educated? Can you present yourself far visual, shirt and tie, pants tucked, you know, shirts tucked in, pants right. creased and ironed and, you know, nice shoes. Right. If you can do that based on your competitive nature, you'll be fine. And I was like, oh, okay. Regardless if I ever play professionally after college or not. I had people instill that in me. So I, I definitely took that serious and realized also I'm not going to be playing ball at 50. 
Right. So what am I going to do once my talent started diminishing? Mm. So I had to use my time and focus on making sure I got my degree. Mm. And of all things to pick, accounting? Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. Well, I said it last year. I'll say it this year. Note to self. When April 15 comes oh, around, go to DMARF. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm too busy uh, producing and editing shows now. I don't know if my accounting skills is uh, up to code. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? I hear that. But at the end of the day, man, I, I just I just wanted to you know have a business mindset because the world is business oriented, though. A big time high school prospect in Chicago, the Chicagoland area. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Four year starter. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's what I thought. High school and college. Yes, sir. Four year. Okay. Well, now that, that sprinkles even more. Four year starter in high school. Four year starter at Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Now, normally that would set up a guy or a woman since we now have WNBA too. Mm-hmm. That would set up an athlete that plays basketball to go to the next level or the, the grand level. Did you get any looks from the NBA? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the, the looks I had, I had about three or four different teams. The biggest thing for me, and I, I'm just be transparent, man. I think toward the end of my senior year, the politics of the game really mm. kicked my butt. I thought it was a challenge from high school to college when you're getting all the invitations mm. and visits to go to the school. You're like, oh, okay. But at that next level, it's, I mean, it's interview process. It's a lot of traveling involved then. And with me not really going to a big school and me, uh, being a marquee name, right? I was like, man, it's a lot of time and work. This taking the love of the game away from because it mm-hmm. was more businessy, right? Like I said, asking questions and seeing your grades. I'm like, what about the basketball part? <laughs> I mean, I, I clearly I got my degree. Clearly, if you do, you know, you ask around the coaching staff and the the, the university. I'm I'm a good guy, but they wanted. So what would you do in this situation? Which again, it, it makes sense now. Yeah, yeah, it does. But it, you know, for me, it, it really, I, I didn't really know what to expect though, and I could have went overseas, mm-hmm. as I stated before. And I just, it was just something about the game, man, that I just, I just lost love for. I felt like if I won. A marquee name going into the draft. Might as well use my degree and make money then. Now, for a person that loves basketball the way you do. Absolutely. And I still say do because there is no question the love of love of basketball is still in you now. The fact that you have the height and you had the talent to go to the next level, but but ultimately it wasn't for you. How did it then not necessarily now, but then how did it make you feel to See your peers, some of your peers, go on to the NBA, but you didn't. At first, it was it was first. It was good to see them mm-hmm. make it to the next level. Yeah. Obviously, I'm 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 definitely a supporter. Right. Not really, you know, a hater or or, mm-hmm. or or you know, down talk somebody for what they worked hard for. Right. Because I know what it's like. Mm-hmm. But it definitely made me evaluate myself to see what have I done different or what I can do different. And I knew it wasn't talent. Right. I knew that for a fact. Mm-hmm. And as I stated to you before, man, or offline, it was kind of like I wasn't ready for the other side of the game, though. Yeah. I wanted to suggest who. Right. But the behind the scenes stuff and the different business ventures and opportunities you got coming at you. It's like, I just want to hoop. Let me hoop. But that that's not how the NBA works. Mm. You have to stretch yourself. Yeah. And mentally, I wasn't ready to stretch myself because all I wanted to do was hoop. Mm. 
Yeah. And this goes back to the love that you have for it and the things that could tear that love down. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and it could be, it could be destructive if you're not ready for it. No question about that. No question yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so you settled out of basketball. Yes, sir. And two important life things happened to you around that time, not necessarily the same time, but around that time. Uh, one of them is you got married, not in college, but I know when yeah, you started yeah. to settle down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Marriage and then uh, my baby girl. And you had a baby girl, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, explain to me uh, how important your baby girl was in your development as a man. Huge. That lets me know that that's an extension of me. Mm-hmm. So with my pops mm-hmm. not being in my life, I said, man, I need to basically change my focus to my baby girl. And do the right thing as my father wasn't there. Not saying my father didn't do the right thing because he did what he could right. based on his situation. So I, I would never knock my pops, especially right. now. Right. Because that's my guy. Oh, yeah. But uh, but my daughter just showed me what responsibility is about. It's not what I did on the basketball court. It's mm-hmm. now it's real life. Right. So, Murph, that education you have, the skills you've gained and learned from basketball, put them two together and take care of your family. Mm. I said, copy that. Let's go get it. Oh, mm. it's just something about, and unfortunately, I'm not a parent yet, but I've heard from many. It's just something about that responsibility that grounds you. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's something about that responsibility. I mean, I don't care if it's a woman or a man that I ask. It's the man when you have this, when you have this life that depends on you, your life, uh, your life trajectory changes, your life perspective changes. And your life in, 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 in totality changes. So it, it's great that, that, uh, your daughter has and had a very positive impact on you. That's oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Good. No regrets, man. I've had people, Hey, Murph, you know, would you ever go back to the game? Even now I get that. I'm like, I mean, of course, you know, with God, anything is possible. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking realistically. Like I tell people, yeah, I wanted to make it to the league, mm-hmm. but I am in the league. I get what you mean. I get you what know, you mean. You know, people might ask, what do you mean? I say, if you, if you start talking amongst a community of podcasting by itself, D Murph name will come up. Mm-hmm. And what God has in store for me for 2018, for those guys who I could have been playing with, like you stated, I'll be fortunate to be at a few events. Right. With those guys. So mm-hmm. I'm still in the league. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't play. Right. Yeah. It's just going to be a different capacity in the league that you're going to be in and that you already are in now. So, yeah. So the message is, even though when you speak things, mm-hmm. be specific. Yes. Be direct and detailed. Mm-hmm. And I'm still learning that to this day. Now, I mentioned your daughter. I also mentioned you got married. Yes, sir. Now, uh, what was the biggest lesson you learned in that marriage? The biggest thing I learned, man, is I have a big heart. I really do have a big heart regardless of the outcome. I have a big heart and I just, I, I do have a love for people. I'm, I can be a, a great family man with opportunities. I'm not going to say I'm perfect, but that's what this life's about. But I, 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 I have, I have a huge heart. I will, I will mm. do what I can to support my family based on my ability. And I can contest, uh, and I'm not family. Well, I consider myself family for him, but. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. He, he showed his love to me. So yeah, I, I totally can see that. Yeah. Appreciate totally that. that. Oh, no problem. No problem. And then we deal with a subject that I've had to deal with before. Same as you. Yes, sir. 
the subject matter of divorce. Now, yes, sir. When it when it hits people, it hits them in different ways and they cope in different ways. But the one fact still remains. It literally feels like a death on earth. So how did the death on earth for you translate into where you are now? A good thing, a good thing. I said, I know this like what? Yes. A good thing about that divorce or divorce for me Mm -hmm. was it really showed me who I really was. Mm. I'm a confident person. I love the Lord. And I know if you ride his blessings, he going to give it to you. Yes, he is. He's going to give you double for your trouble. And I say Mm -hmm. that to say Mm -hmm. I lost I lost a house. I lost cars. I lost my family. And. It, it 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 was devastating because I didn't have my pops. I know people like Murphy keep bringing up your pops mm-hmm. because my pops was really key in my life when I didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. I played with passion. Some might mm-hmm. say anger. Mm-hmm. I played with passion and a lot of things from a male that I would have had maybe in college or first part of my adult years maybe would have turned me into a different way. But I'm not knocking that because look at me now. It's like everything mm-hmm. that I wanted then I have now. Yeah. Um, the, a successful brand, an extended family from what we're going to, I'm sure, go to later. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, I alluded to Pops was, you know, I lost a house, lost cars. Now I have a nice house. Mm-hmm. I have a brand. I um, have a successful job where they truly appreciate my services mm-hmm. and, and what I bring to the table. And, and it showed me how strong I really am. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just something that, and I told God this and I said, Lord, if you get me through this divorce, I'm going to make sure that people know that I'm a Christian mm. or I'm very spiritual and that I really rely on you for what you've given me and my strength. Cause like you said, it's like a death on earth mm-hmm. when you would, you know, reflect like, man, what did I do to deserve this? Right. Like, man, I'm a good dude. Like mm-hmm. God, if you say you supposed to be my list, like, okay, Murph, but if you a good dude, why are you getting these bad things happening to you? Verbal, you know, abuse. Mm-hmm. The big homie got abuse. It wasn't like abuse. Like, you know, I'm like, whatever. You can say what you want to say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause I'm that, but I'm that, I'm that confident. But it's, it's right. after a while, you'd be like, man, why are you talking like that? Mm-hmm. Or why are your actions leading to that? Then you'd be like, man, this really happened. Like to me, right? God, I pray to you every day. I'm sowing seeds. Mm-hmm. I'm putting good things in the atmosphere. Yeah. Why me? Murph, why not? Mm-hmm. Murph, why not? What is your heart? Is this in your will for me? (laughs) I I mean, Lord, I don't know. But again, with my experience, it's definitely a challenge. But the Lord has taught me to be patient and lean on him. And I'm definitely proud of him. And I'm praying for discernment as I continue to grow. See you. You want me to go to church up in here? Okay, hey, man. Hey, hey, you know me. I'm just being (laughs) real. Okay, for for those listeners that might Mm -hmm. not know. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you told the story, but I'm going to tell the story. Go ahead. Cole Johnson reached out to me and he was like, brother, when I heard keep grinding, keep the faith. Yes, sir. You said that. I did. And I told you when God helped me get through that divorce, losing dang to everything, credit was shot in half or cut in half. Wow. That's huge. Yeah, it is. I said, Lord, you get me through that. I'm going to let people know. Hmm. So when I end every show Mm -hmm. on a flagrant two, I say, don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong. And fight the good fight. Why not sports? Keep grinding. Keep the faith. Powerful messages. Mm-hmm. If that's not 
Well, obviously it is. Mm-hmm. But that was my token to show, Lord, no matter what, I'm going to serve you to the best of my ability. Because mm. he got me through what he got me through. Yeah, yeah. Because most guys, man, would have killed themselves. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you said something powerful. Which people are like, what you mean? Murder for powerful. Cope. Coping mechanism. Yeah. Some people don't know how to cope. Mm-hmm. Drugs, kill themselves. Right. Have all these, you know, issues. Mm-hmm. My coping mechanism now, just like it was with sports. Now this podcast. Right. Why not sports? Right. Why not D-Murph mm-hmm. to spread the gospel, to let people into his world? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, Murph, you divorced, man. You don't know how to be in a marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not perfect. Murph, you didn't go to the NBA. How are you going to tell people how to get to the NBA? Uh, <laughs> I'm just being transparent. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All I can say is people always going to have something to say. Oh, yeah. You cannot please everybody. Yeah. But if you're speaking your truth, and I believe I'm speaking my truth. Mm-hmm. No, I know I'm speaking yeah. my truth, yeah, yeah, and I'm right. constantly growing. Mm-hmm. God going to handle the rest. Yeah. So now for y'all listeners out there, why do what I say? And I don't sit and say, hey, guys, I'm a Christian. I'm a spiritual person. Go to church. No. I don't do that, but as you hear my show, even as you hear this episode, you can sense, hey man, he got some, he got some, he got some, he got some biblical words in mm-hmm. his speech and his delivery. Mm-hmm. And that's because of what God has gotten me through. So I want to make sure I live what I told God I was going to do because mm. he's the truth. Yes. And I'd be a fool not to represent him for what he's doing in my life. Yeah. As a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the way, the truth and the life. Yeah. Yeah, man. For the longest time, I didn't know why this book was my favorite in the Bible, but the book of Job is my favorite book, but I didn't know why. And for those who don't know the story, it's the story of a guy who had everything. I mean, he had riches. He had livestock. He had what would be stock today. I mean, he had family. He had a beautiful wife. He had wonderful children. Everything was fine. And of course, the story goes the Satan said, you take that hedge protection around Job. I bet you I can get him to turn against you and not trust you. And so God did with the with the provision that Job doesn't get killed. And Job went through having, you know, all these hardships, children dying, wife telling him to curse God and die. And his friends turning on him and saying, well, well, you you catching all this heat because it's because of you. And it wasn't. And throughout the whole time, Job was saying, well, I just need to hear an answer from God. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get why I'm suffering so much. And then it took a, a, a young protege by the name of Elihu who put it in, in Job to say, don't focus on what you're not doing. Focus on God. And then once that wisdom was passed along to Job, Job listened to God. And you heard you heard D. Murph just say double for your trouble. Well, the man got double for his trouble because he got more. He had more riches. Had a better looking wife, had more children, had more livestock. Yeah, I had more kids after that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big D and little D. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and lived a longer life that he was supposed to live if he were just to have gone his normal way and not trust God. The reason why Job is the most powerful book for me is because it spoke to me in my divorce. And I asked that question, God, why? Why am I going through this? And the answer was actually what D said early in this conversation, the heart. You know, we, we don't, we don't sense needing to be more compassionate until we need that compassion ourselves. 
And when you go through situations like that, when you go through the understanding of someone not really wanting you for whatever reason. Yeah, whatever, whatever reason. Whatever reason. They, 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 they gotta fight that fight. Yeah. It, it, you know, it stings and it hurts and, and, and you, you're searching for that answer and you want to hear, you want to have that answer and you want to have the, the tears stop. You want to have the doubts cease. You want to have the, the way made. And sometimes the way in the vision in which you're seeing now isn't being made because, well, you're personally walking down the wrong path. Well, Cole, now some listeners might say, how do you know though? This might be their first time listening to the revelations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, how do I know though, Cole? How do I know if it's from God or if I'm in the right direction? Or what do, how do I start? That's a very good question. That's a very good question. I just have to, I'm, you don't have to answer it now. Yeah, but yeah. It's just something again, mm-hmm. you know, we, we both are hosts, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm in tune with, with people and we're starting to grow mm-hmm. each and every week and yeah. every, you know, every day. Mm-hmm. So we might have somebody that are gravitating to us. Right. And might be, that's why I'm checking y'all show out. Right. How do I do it? Right. Mm-hmm. That's a very good question. That's a very good question. Especially if I haven't really had, you know, nothing major like a divorce. Right. Or I've lost everything. Right. Exactly. Now, the reason why I bring up Job in this conversation, not just with my own divorce, but with D's, is because you heard him talk about his relationship with his father often. That's my dude. Yep. The one thing that I love about this guy, and it still is to this day, one of my favorite episodes of Why Not Sports. Is the fact that he on air reconciled with his father. So explain to me that journey of having the fuel that propelled you in your athletic career turn into now, I guess you could say the scarlet letter ripped from you because you healed a big pain that existed all your life. Shout out to uh, love you pops, Mr. Murphy senior. Yeah. Love you pops guys on uh why not sports. It's a part one, part two. And probably a part three, so definitely check part one and part two out. Real, real, like uh, my brother Cole said, real transparent show. Um, just I just want the world to know the man that they see has a lot to do with my pops. Mm. I mean, you know, the overcoming, you know, the divorce. Right. The death of my granny, even some opportunities as a husband to this day. Mm-hmm. My pops was like, yo, you all right. I'm like, oh, mm. cool. You still look at me the same, Pops? Yeah, you're human. I'm like, oh, man, where have you been? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. So I just want the world to see. And also, it's in the word, man. Honor thy mother and thy father. Right. Where your days will be long and prosperous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I love my mother. Mm-hmm. She had me at 16. She did what she could, what she had. Right. I can't fault her. No. But my Pops, as a man, well, like you said, I, I, I was wondering why I was so passionate. Right. You know, or people might say, Murphy, you were just angry, elbowing them, people dunking on them, taking their lunch money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm just being real. Hey, I was, you know, the, I was the big homie then, but I was still respectful. But I did, I did play with a chip on my shoulder for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I was very hard headed when it came to male guidance because I didn't know what it was growing up, really. Mm. So when pops came into my life, I, I, I wanted the world to know that, hey, as my father, I'm going to show him support. I am going to submit to my father as a son, meaning mm. even up top as God, our father. I'm going right. to submit and say, I love you and thank you. Mm-hmm. Because without them, it wouldn't be me. Right. I'm going in, ain't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's being honest. So yeah. just my love for my pops, man. And now I have sons. Right. Big D and little D. Right. Shout out to the D Murphs. You know, we, we grown. We, it's an empire, man. I love it. And that's the thing, man. What God is doing, he didn't have to give me boys. He could have gave me all girls. Right. 
But he's like, I'm going to get it. I'm give you some more boys on top of my pop. Man, it's, like I said, I'm just a lot to be thankful for. And, and of course, that comes with hard work. Yeah. I don't want people to oh, man, Murph, you just got it easy. No. No. No, because after this, I got to go to work. Right. And after this, I got to do some things for the brand and then do things around the house over the weekend. So it is not easy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I even told Cole this, man, I'm working on having that balance. Mm. And that's one thing that I'm working on as the brand grows. Yeah. My time is really, is really being stretched. So I got to make sure uh, I keep God first and asking him for how to balance this thing out. Mm. Because work, they working me more than 40. Oh, yeah. The brand is growing. Mm -hmm. My family is growing. Right. You know, and then they definitely need me to be around as well. So that's just something, man. That I'm thankful for to like you, you know, ask. But yeah, Pops, that's my guy. So I wanted mm-hmm. to show people that even if you have a relationship that in your eyes been tarnished, you can always repair it. Yeah. You can always benefit from a person you truly love because if you really love that person, love conquers all. And with God's help, man, he, he will restore it. He will give you double for your trouble. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, you know, one to let that be a testimony and also pop story for those right. who feel like, man, I've been incarcerated or I lost everything. How can I get what you guys have if I haven't had the opportunity? And God speed, he can do it <laughs> that quick. Yeah. Won't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, that's why again, I just want to applaud him for, for his faith. Mm hmm. And really instill it in me to where now I'm like, hey, let's 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 shoot for what's unknown mm. and see what comes from. It. And that's what I'm doing with the brand, man. Just yeah, it's it's, it's definitely a great journey. I linked up with you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Big Roy. I mean, I didn't I didn't mm. ask or call you guys. Wow. Please, please, please. Right. You rock with me. Mm-hmm. We can stay in contact, and right. I keep bringing up Big Roy because man, mm-hmm. he 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 rock with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my that's my dog, man. Yeah. It, it's just something that I I didn't ask for it though. Mm. I didn't say, hey God, I'm gonna need people to rock with me. Mm. I'm like he like Merv, do you? And then as you, again, I believe if you whatever you put out, you will get in return, and people can feel how genuine I believe yeah. I am. Mm-hmm. I don't think you came out of nowhere if you thought I was fake, right? Wanting something from you, right? Or trying to leech off your success because mm-hmm. it is people out there that would do. Oh that. yeah. Oh yeah. I You're mean you cold you cold you cold Johnson from Coles, boys. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know. Right, right, right. And uh just overall, man, I know I'm talking on a tangent, but I just I just want the message to be known that just 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 what you put out, expect to get that in return. Mm. And with faith you'll really get more than what you expect. Yeah. And and see that is why and we're going to now get into why not sports. That's why I hooked up with this man. Because like I said, and he said it earlier. What hooked me on to him and wanting to get to know him beyond the show was the keep grinding, keep the faith tag at the end of every one of his shows. And then I was hooked onto the love your pops episodes. And of course, well, I'm a sucker for that because man, one of my closest relationships is the one with my father. So yeah, shout out to Mr. Johnson. Yeah. Met him today. Yeah. Yeah. So when I hear a brother meet up with his father and they bond, that's an automatic hook for me. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. So. And I appreciate that episode and I appreciate your transparency more, more than <laughs> oh, that. Oh, yeah. So why not sports? I, I, I get, I get the personal reason, I think, as to why this is a brand for you. But how'd you come up with the name and what did you originally want to go with it? Well, good question. And 
I came up with why not sports because I've always kept that team oriented spirit, the team culture, the morale, high fiving everybody, doing a meeting, mm-hmm. giving everybody doubt, getting them crunk. I like a pregame. Right, right, right. That, that's what I learned. And I was always the captain. Oh, yeah. I was always the one. All right, y'all. Hey, we worked hard. It's showtime. So you was always a tone setter. I was okay. always a tone setter. So it's no different, at least for me, the mindset that I have. Mm-hmm. And when I went to a, uh, a conference at, uh, one of my employers one time, and he was like, one of the guys said, man, you, you have a sports analysis for everything. I said, yeah, why not? Why not sports? Mm. I was like, oh, why not sports? Oh man. And then I'm so love in love with D Murph. And me, yeah, listen, I, yeah, I know I shouldn't be talking <laughs> to third person, but I love D Murph. And, and that goes back to high school. And for 10 years before the brand, I launched a brand, it was kind of like I was known as Derek. But I knew there was more to Derek mm. that wasn't being displayed to the world. Right. But when you when you say D Murph is like, okay, there we go. Because on the court, I man, I just display all of me, wow. heart, soul, blood, sweat, and tears. Mm. Same with this podcast now. Like you just said, your transparency. Mm-hmm. That's D Murph. Right. I feel like Derek Murphy is more professional. It's more watered down. It's more <laughs> reserved to make sure that everything is safe and sound. Mm-hmm. But when that when I hear D Murph, it's like, okay, that's D Murph. Right. Derek Murphy is, I mean, it's, it's, it just sounds different. Mm-hmm. Hey, Derek Murphy. Hi. Hey, what's up, D Murph? What's going on, big dog? It's, it's a big difference. Right, right. So how, it's just, it, maybe that's weird, but I'm just being honest. So, um, so that's how I came up with why not sports. Mm. Because I knew I always loved sports. Yeah. Even though I wasn't playing it, I asked God to put me into something related to sports because sports was my coping mechanism. Right. When my pops wasn't around or I'll get upset, I'm going to go, me and Spalding going to go, go, go kick it. Right. We're going to go kick it, you know, shoot some hoop. And, uh, if I was frustrated, I'm going to go dunk on somebody <laughs> and let them know I'm that dude. <laughs> so now with this podcast game, it's just something that, you know, and what triggered me was at work. Employer basically undermined my genius. Mm-hmm. When I was trying to help you out, yeah, boy, I said I'm tired of giving these guys ideas and they don't use it. When I clearly analyzed it before I brought it to you, right? Why not <laughs> give it to yourself, Murph? <laughs> and what you love best, sports? Why not sports? So whatever thought process you have or whatever you're thinking, instead of sharing it to people that don't embrace it or enjoy it, share it for the world. And if people gravitate to it or enjoy it, then great. Mm. But at least you're doing it for you, right? And you can sleep at night instead of people shoving it down your face or just like whatever, right? And I, I can attest that uh, it's a great show. It's been going strong for almost a year and a half. Man, it's and, crazy, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and 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 you wouldn't think this is the case. I mean, it was a top-notch show when I f- first heard it. It's actually still getting better. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem, no problem. And it's not your typical sports show. It's not the, it's not your typical fair because it's coming from, and we will talk about his co-host later, actually in a minute. It comes, it comes from the standpoint of athletes and, and the aspect of, and then this is what I get when I hear the analysis because they talk about mostly NBA and NFL. Sometimes you hear a little basically baseball. And sometimes you hear about other sports too. Mm-hmm. If a boxing match is on, yeah, what's going on that's yeah. hot. Yeah. Well, that yeah. stands out. Right. Well, something that stands out. Right. I'm hearing that it comes from an, an athlete, an athletic standpoint of 
if I were on the field today, this is how I would think. Absolutely. Because we all need mentors. Yeah. A lot of the game today don't have mentors. Mm-hmm. And we clearly see that. Yeah. In life, we need mentors. Oh, As podcasters, yeah. we need mentors. Yes. Where we work at, we need mentors. As a parent, we need, we need mentors. mentors. Mm-hmm. So we're just trying to give out nuggets to people, especially those student athletes that didn't get what we mm-hmm. could have gotten when right. we was coming up. Right. And that's right. why I feel like now that Pops is in my life and sharing what he's sharing to me, I can go ahead and reciprocate that. Mm-hmm. Just for the love of people. Right. For the love of where we live at. Because I have kids now. Right. I want them to grow up to a better atmosphere than what I came Oh, into. yeah. No question. No question. And I did say co-host. Co-host. The uh, co-host of Why Not Sports, Big Roy. My dog. The the brother is something else. <laughs> I, the, and I think what I, what I also love about Big Roy, not just not just the analysis of if I was still on the field because he was a former NCAA football player. Yes, sir. If I was on the field, this is how I would be. Mm-hmm. Along with that, he still has a little bit of the fandom in him, too. And he doesn't let both dominate the other. Mm-hmm. And I love that aspect about him. <laughs> you know, so uh, when you started Why Not Sports, he wasn't on the brand. But no, no, no. How did he become the co-host of this wonderful podcast? Man, just like I said, though, Cole, when you put now yourself God finds ways to link you up with great people. Those episodes, I was pouring myself out. And well, first, and we, and we actually talked about me and Big Roy, how we linked up on the episode on Flagrant 2. Oh, so man. So you're going you're gonna to like it. So I ain't going to okay. let, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, ain't gonna let too out. much out. Okay. But at the time, Big Roy did do an episode 10, which okay. was where the money at mm. and how basically they should have. They stopped NCAA football for video games because we wasn't getting paid for the rights. Right. So it was a big thing about that. They were supposed to cut us checks. And and I started getting, as the podcast or the brand was growing, I've had people mm-hmm. reaching out to me asking me for a co-host because I was doing solo for a good two months. Right. And that's why I was like, man, maybe I'm, I'm starting to reach some people. Right. And, you know, with Big Roy being able to be on the show, he's shared similar characteristics based on what I'll was mm-hmm. looking for or what yeah. I do, mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that he was comfortable right. with being on the mic. Mm. And, you know, we talked about it. Like I said, it's more on the show, but right. I reached out to him and said, man, man, I know you've been knowing me for a few years now. Mm-hmm. And I would not like for you to not be the first person I ask when I have at least a handful of people wanting to be a co-host because the, the, the podcast is growing. And they feel like a different perspective would have been good right. for the show, which again, that made sense. Oh yeah, it does. So I reached out to Big Roy and uh, as you can tell, he's still rocking with me, man. Mm. He's been doing podcasts and he's been doing podcasts for over a year. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. man. So yeah. Yeah. And he, he elaborate more on that episode when they come out. But yeah, he, we definitely compliment each other. I'm grateful for him and supporting the vision. And yeah, he, uh, yeah, I didn't want nobody that I knew. Who I believe I can have, you know, a, a even grown relationship with. Right. Put that aside by trying to bring in somebody that reached out first. Mm. Mm. When I knew I had somebody right in front of me that can potentially rock with me as the brand grows. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say it again. Well, you have great takes too. No question. But the, the insight <laughs> he has is, 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 and I was like, man, I didn't, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And I, I catch my, well, with both of you. 
but I, I catch myself doing that more and more. Uh, you know, w- w- with with the both of you, I'm like, oh no, no, no you know, you can stop Big Roy, that dude. Yeah, I, I, trust I, me, I, I ain't worried. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. good. Trust me, he 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 brings a different dynamic. Yeah, he does, and he's getting more and more comfortable. And that is also what I was going to say. And I love it. He, <laughs> yeah, it, the presence on the mic. Wow, I yeah. mean, it 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 fits him now. Can I, I say something though it. on your show? Have at it. I didn't make it this far by being selfish. You can't or greedy. You can't. I knew in my heart I needed support. I can only lead the team for so far and so long right? without having that support. And for those people that's entrepreneurs, how you build a team, Murph, or Cole, mm-hmm. be yourself. Yeah. Reach out to people who share your vision. And if they don't reach it or support it at that time, just keep doing you. They will start coming around. Be working with you on a why not sports short. Right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Autumn Woodland, thank you from We Got the Jazz Podcast, does the skits for my bonus episodes for Why Not Sports. Powerful voice. So let me ask you, or I mean, we can save it, on, but I'll ask you on your show. Okay. What made you decide to work with me and now we're brothers? Well, what, what made me want to work with you was, and I've said this all throughout the show, uh, the, the faith, the, the faith angle and the fact that it was so apparent and it was easy. It wasn't forced. This was a part of who you are. And I was like, oh, I like that. And that's why I'm asking for those listeners that listen to us mm-hmm. that want to be in mm-hmm. your shoes. Right. Or similar to what I, you know, mm-hmm. got going. So yeah. we just trying to share and help them out to let yeah. them know that, hey, man, you can do it too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't pay you no money. No. I didn't pay Big Roy no money. No. And I'm not saying that, oh, Murph, you cheap. No, I'm just not the point. No. Because... None of us is getting paid for this. Mm-mm. Autumn not getting paid for it. Yeah. But because we, this God, just, just with his love and his support, he is putting people in our yeah. path, in mm-hmm. our circle. Yeah. That all have their own brand. Yes. Yes. Even Big Roy has his own brand. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel honored, even with the status of the brand. Like, man, people support me. It's unbelievable. I don't take that for granted. So thank yeah. you again, sir. Oh, no problem. Thank you, man. I mean, look, to, to, to have a small, a scintilla of, uh, of an impact on your show. I'm, I'm grateful for it. So yeah. And you, uh, also guys, Cole will be on, on the future episode. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a good show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look forward to I, it. Yeah. I'm not going to spill the beans yet, but yeah. So yeah, Cole Johnson, I, he, he will be. On another show mm. coming up real soon for Why Not Sports and the Flagrant Two. Yeah, check and, them out. And speaking of the Flagrant Two, so I wanted to segue back to your pops. So you interviewed him, and from what I've heard, the impact was so great that the demand for you to be an interviewer became louder and louder. So is that how the Flagrant Two began? Yes, sir. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because me and pops didn't talk nothing sports. Mm. We talked about me as a kid. We talked about him as a parent. We talked about me as a parent. Right. We talked about us as family men and overcoming, overcoming life, overcoming things that maybe the average person wouldn't think is possible. And that's where the flagrant two came about. Wow. Murph, you need to be able to help us out, help our community out. And mm. I took it and ran with it. I didn't say, man, no. I said, you know what? I think that's a good idea because there's more than me than sports. Well, of course. Sports for me is kind of like my love for it. Right. To the point to where I'm like, yo, I could do this around the clock mm-hmm. for free. 
Yeah. And guess what? I'm doing it for free. <laughs> Even when they start paying me, I'm going to still do things for free. Yeah. So that's not going to stop. So, yeah, Love You Pops episode gave me uh, the confidence to interview people. And The Flagrant 2 is about a show that if anybody know about sports, it takes a flagrant two to be ejected. So mm-hmm. to be ejected from my show, you will have to really do something crazy. But that hasn't been done. So ultimately, that means you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. And let's make it raw and uncut with a positive message, positive content. Right. And I've had so many guests on that show, like I said, including you, Men of Faith, mm-hmm. which was a very dope episode. Man. Yeah, and it was. It was. Just, just thankful, man, that my voice is having an impact in our community and around the world. Mm. And it's still humbling, as I said. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet crazy. it is. I bet it is, man. Uh, and the, the impact that you have, it's, it's phenomenal. In in both shows, you know, it, it's phenomenal. And I don't take that for granted. I really don't. I really don't. And I'm appreciative of both shows. And I'm appreciative of the different sides that both shows bring. But I'm also appreciative of the fact that it's still you. Yeah. On yeah. both shows. Yes, sir. And not just in name only. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and much is given, much is required. Yeah. So, like you said, I don't take this platform for granted. I'm not here to deceive people because we all know it's a lot of that going on. Right. Um, people just want to sell you a, a dream. Mm. I'm actually letting you into my world, my journey. Right. And it's clearly a journey. Oh, yeah. I've even heard from the first episode mm-hmm. to the last episode of Why Not Sport, the first episode from Flagrant 2 to where is that now? And my speaking delivery, mm-hmm. my dialogue. Right. Who I'm starting to surround myself with. So a lot has changed. Oh yeah, I'm still the same person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. And also, it shows me what I need to get better at. Right? Yeah, because no matter how long you do this, you always have to find something to tweak in order to deliver the next time better than the last. Just like when I was hooping, I had to Uh, go back and watch film. Stole the words out of my mouth. I was gonna say similar to probably how it was when you were hooping. I got destroyed one game. I'm watching film. Mm -hmm. I'm back in the weight room. I'm back working on techniques because the next time we link up or my next game. Mm You about to get it. Somebody's about to get roasted. Yeah. Man, Murph, why? Just know I'm coming. Mm. Yeah, someone's going to get that work. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I mean, I, I could continue this conversation. I would love to continue this conversation. <laughs> but I know I got to cut this short and it pains me to do this. Yes, sir. But before I let you go, there are questions I like to ask all of my guests. So now I've interviewed you. Uh, I've interviewed you before. We brothers, man. We just having a conversation, yeah. man. It's just being recorded. Exactly. But I haven't done it on this platform. So copy that. Out of all the things in your life, what has been either your biggest regret or your biggest lesson learned? Biggest lesson learned, man, is no matter what, believe in God. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was the mic dropping. <laughs> no matter what happens, believe in God, man. He will turn it around for his glory. Whatever has happened. You just gotta stick and stay. Wow. Wow. And that, that's, that's a lesson to learn. No question about that, man. Yeah. I love that lesson too. And that's, that's a lesson I have to continuously learn. <laughs> so on the flip, what's been the biggest accomplishment in your life? I'm blessed, man. It's really hard to name one now though. Mm. It's really hard because as a parent, having my beautiful family, being a family man is a huge accomplishment. Yeah. But when people didn't think that I would do it, this podcast and this brand is a huge accomplishment. Yes, it is. To be on iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. to be on Spotify, to link up with Yolanda Adams and so mm-hmm. many legendary people. Right. 
It's hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say. I can understand that. But that's how God has blessed me, man. And mm-hmm. I'm just glad that he's keeping, he, he's watching over me, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm blessed, man. <laughs> he doing it. <laughs> I hear that, man. I hear that. So shout out to G.O.D. Looking mm-hmm. out for Big Murphy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Man. I'm in my rhyming movie. I know it didn't make sense. That's why. Right. Hey, I'm, I'm in my zone. Mm, I love that. Yeah, and shout out to Mrs. Murphy and, of course, the two little two little sons and the girls. Yes, sir. Shout out to all of them because Appreciate uh, that. Th- they all have contributed to oh, absolutely. who you are now. Absolutely, man. No doubt. Yeah. All right, so this is the time of the show where I just roll out the red carpet, man. So whatever's in your heart, man, if you feel as though you want to uh, go at somebody that uh, did you wrong in high school on the court or uh, you <laughs> want to pass along some podcast trash or if you just simply want to pass along more words of wisdom because you've passed along many of them as we've spoken. Appreciate it. Uh, right now, I cede the floor to you. The floor is yours. The biggest thing I will say, guys, overall, let the use the doubt as fuel to get what you want out of life. We only have one life. Let's make the best of it. We, I, like I said, I lost my grandmother. I felt like I had to my boys point death on earth and there's no regrets, but any doubt you have, find a way to use that energy to get what you want out of life. Cause he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm. And like you said, when we spoke offline at the end of it all, D Murph, did what he loved and wanted to do. And with that being said, man, enough said. You heard it right there. Former NBA basketball player, now current entrepreneur, podcast host of Why Not Sports, podcast host of The Flagrant You said NBA or NCAA? NCAA. Hey, NBA, look at that. Let me find out. Oh, Get that one-day contract. All right. Well, former NCAA. <laughs> hey, I'm just making you know something I don't Thank know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. I can dig it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I listen to listeners. That's mm. another thing. Make sure you listen because people will tell on themselves, mm. better or worse. Mm. And current and future entrepreneur, you're going to get to know this voice and this face very well. Appreciate that, brother. D. Murph. My man, it was an absolute pleasure. And it was even a bigger pleasure to do this in person. Absolutely, brother. You know how we do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When you, you talk with brothers and you chop it up, you don't know and you don't have the understanding as to how important those words and that time that you spend with them really are until you're in the midst of that conversation. So I value the conversation and the time I always spend with them. And, and hopefully you all do the same. The word says a friend is born for adversity. It's wonderful that I can count on People like my brother who was born for my time for adversity and I was born for his and I don't take that lightly nor for granted. And I'm so glad that this brother is in my life. Many thanks to D Murph. You can catch him on Why Not Sports and Flagrant 2 on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify and other podcast places where you can catch hearing him. For changing the world, one conversation at a time. I'm Cole Johnson, and this has been Revelations. 
For more on Revelations, go to Pippa, spelled P-I-P-P-A dot I-O, and milehighradio.com, spelled M-I-L-E-H-I-R-A-D-I-O. Every Saturday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. 